Hello everyone, welcome to Cartoon Season. I'm Tyler, and this is obviously where we get to talk about some animation every week, sometimes more than once a week. And today we're doing some anime. We got some Fruits Basket, uh, the 2019 version, because I know that there was an original version, I think it was like in 2006, something like that. Um, but yeah, we're doing, doing the newer one. And season one, season one, season one. And yeah, we got a bunch of good stuff to talk about there. Um, we're going to talk about the curse, the Soma family curse. We're going to talk about the influence of Toru. And, you know, I mean, her, her influence on the entire family. <laughs> you know, and even other, other people around her as well. Um, and then we're going to get into some season two predictions um you know seeing where this one left off and what that could mean for a next season um or the next season because i think right now there's well, i think the show ended right i think there's only there's three seasons i believe um but yeah we're gonna get into all that stuff uh before we do make sure to go to the tiger t youtube channel or any other podcast service to watch more listen more episodes and there's also a tiger t twitter as well as my own twitter if you want to follow on Twitter. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to get into the first thing here, which is the curse. Um, so yeah, the, the, obviously there's a the whole thing with the Soma family curse. Um, in the beginning, I don't think we really knew what it was about. They just kind of mentioned it a bunch. But then we realized that it has to do with, you know, them turning into the animals. Um, that affects that that has on other people. Um, you know, because they're, they're very much this is a show that it doesn't you know like build the world up to be a world where these things happen you know um there's another show that i'm watching right now that uh that you'll probably see a cartoon season episode on it's called hilda um i literally i guess to date <laughs> the recording of this episode um i just finished watching season one of, of hilda and um that show is very uh I'll say it kind of separates itself from other shows because there's like, you know, there's like kind of like fantasy magical elements, like, you know, like magic itself. And then also like different creatures and stuff that exist in that world, but they don't hide it. You know, it's not like these creatures are always hidden and, you know, the main character can see them and interact with them. And, you know, um, no, like they, they exist, like everyone knows about certain creatures and, um, you know, like trolls and, um, you know different elves and whatever you know so that that show the world is built upon the premise or the yeah the, the the premise that these creatures exist and everyone knows they do it's not like some secret some like world ending secret whereas with this show with uh fruits basket the reason i brought that up is to compare them is that fruits basket um no one knows that there's people out there that can turn into animals and it's based on like the zodiac stuff you know, so that's that, that's a very much a hidden component. So when that happens, um, you know, people get freaked out, you know, so that's why, you know, the whole um, Toru hugging people like Kyo and, and, and Yuki, um, you know, we try to keep that to a minimum, especially in public, because it's a very hard thing to explain. Um, that's an understatement. But then the curse takes it like 17 levels higher, where you are the parents to a child and the child comes out 
and the mom or the dad gets to hug the child or not really hug more so like you know when you're when you're a baby <laughs> i wouldn't really call it hugging more like uh cradling i guess um and then the child turns into an animal magically you know that that can be very traumatizing um so that's, that's basically the curse um is that um who was it it was it was momiji it was like yeah they either the the parents usually act one of two ways they either become overprotective of the child because of you know this this i guess quote-unquote condition <laughs> you know you know whatever regular humans will call it or they reject the child um and the rejection is mostly what the curse is about so i got a couple examples here really the only two examples that i think was in the first season but they're both uh very tough so the first one with with uh with hottery uh he had to wipe the memory of his relationship with kana um who was a regular human woman that he was in a relationship with um you know which is usually something they try to avoid because it's a very tough thing like any sort of intimacy the secret's gonna come out you know what i mean like it's not <laughs> relationship is not gonna last long with that secret being a secret um so the, the the reason for the curse was because you know they wanted to i mean kana soldier you know what i mean she she actually really loved him to the point where she didn't care she was like i i still love you i still want to be in a relationship you know this doesn't change things um it was great you know it was awesome it's really the best case scenario for for hottery um but then akito went into a rage um a literal physical rage and she basically half blinded hottery um and and immediately blamed kana was like oh it's all your fault it's all your fault this happened which full stop that's crazy it was not her fault at all i mean you can't like i guess technically it's her fault that you went into a rage but that's your own emotions like you know like like it's it's not like kind of pushed him into the mirror and broke like no like you went and you went psychotic because of this relationship and then you pushed hottery into this mirror which broke and both eyes so it's like one led to the other but kind of is not directly like that's not her fault um but kana still put all the blame on herself um and grew very very mentally ill um you know to the point where um you know hottery eventually decided to wipe her memory because she couldn't get over it she couldn't get over you know how much she blamed herself for this to the point that i mean she she went crazy like again you know mentally ill is really the best way that i can describe it because that's what happened and it was to the point where she maybe would have hurt herself you know maybe even more than hurt herself so hottery couldn't stand to see that um he couldn't stand to see what their relationship was becoming what she was becoming because of you know this whole situation um, I mean, he probably partially blamed himself for, you know, letting himself love a, a regular human, you know. Um, so, yeah, he, he eventually wiped the memory and uh, it, was, it was great after that. You know, she was able to move on because she had no memories of this relationship. She was able to just live her life like any other person. Um, you know, but that so, you know, that's the first example I got for it. And 
the whole curse is like again it wasn't necessarily that kind of rejected but it's the whole uh, it's more encompassing than that it's more like any of the zodiac that fall in love with someone else like this could also happen to them you know this could also turn the corner into you know the whole rejection or acceptance thing now this example is a little bit rougher because this brings out more of Akito when you really see what Akito is trying to do and um, you know how they feel about the family you know them beating the head of the family um, you know to me it's like how how controlling they are um, I mean we do see that a little, little later with Yuki which I'll talk about but it's just unfortunate you know it, it, it's just unfortunate that like it's like you can't move out this family you know this family is your family no one else you can't really have friends <laughs> or you know obviously any sort of thing romantically um and you know a lot, a lot of that might have to do with the actual zodiac stuff but i think a lot of it has to do with akito as well um you know but the, again that's just one example the, the other example is a little more straightforward to what i you know what i kind of described in the beginning which was momiji or momiji uh, momiji doesn't matter uh was immediately rejected by his mother when he was born uh you know because he turned into a rabbit when his mother caressed him for the first time you know as mothers do when they give birth um you know and that, and, and that was really tough to where she also you know became somewhat you know some sort of mentally ill um to the point where she stabbed herself because of how just everything in her mind was collapsing around her like ever since momiji was born it was just this weight this darkness you know and that's how she felt you know you yeah, you know obviously the dad you know try you know the dad was much more understanding you know the dad you know tried to do what he could but it it, it just didn't help you know and so the dad eventually suggested that we have her memories wiped very tough decision um and now momoji watches them from afar you know he watches the mom the dad you know his his little uh, sister i believe um you know kind of watching over them and 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 loving them in the only way that he can you know which is extra tough because the mom she's fine <laughs> you know she doesn't remember but like the, i believe that the dad still has memories the little sister was born after so little sister doesn't know anything but the dad still knows so like that's that's a whole other aspect to it that wasn't really shown too much in the show to me where it's like you know that you have a, a child out there you know like that's that's gotta be awful you know and then this is also why you know momoji goes on this whole long thing about embracing every memory you know not wanting to forget the bad stuff you know because of the whole mom thing and you know the mom like wanted to forget him you know and so that's why momoji's like i'm gonna live every moment i'm not gonna forget stuff i'm not gonna let stuff go you know because even the bad stuff is important you know very nice very very mature for you know for his age um you know again i mean what they're only in middle school i believe no 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 maybe no early high school right yeah yeah um, you know, because that was the whole thing where, you know, she was like, oh, I think Momoji might be in middle school at best, but she's actually in high, he's actually in high school. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, again, those, those are two examples that I have. I think those are really the only two examples, but I think they both show like the curse that just infects everything. You know, any sort of relationship, whether it be one that you choose or one that you don't. I mean, I guess when you give birth, you do choose, but, um, you know, like any sort of relationship like that. And then it doesn't only happen to one side. Like it like happens to everyone involved. You know what I mean? Like Hattori now has to live knowing that. I mean, that, that that is the woman that he loved and now he can't see her. You know what I mean? And then the same thing all the way around where it's like, I guess, you know, Kana's mind is wiped, but it's like if that was like you know if you believe in like a you know true love or whatever like that sucks that like she can never have him you know and vice versa you know and, and it goes the same way with momoji where it's like it hurts momoji because that is his actual family that's his birth family and he can't interact with them he can see them he sees them like all the time but he, he can't like he can't love them you know i mean he he still does but he can't do it in the way that a child should love their parents and their sibling um and then you know uh, again the dad like the dad has to go has to live life knowing that this is the situation you know and then even the mom like again the mom rejected so you know i think we're kind of you know at least initially forced as the viewer to like hate the mom to be like oh why would you you know like you you, you put yourself in the mom's shoes and you're and you know you're probably like i would i would accept any child even if they turn into a rabbit i don't care but like it is still tough because like even so <laughs> she still has a child like she has a child that she gave birth to that's living in the world that she does not know of that's tough you know like even though in every character i've mentioned so far that's affected by the curse i feel like i'm sympathetic towards her the least you know i still feel like that's tough you know that's that's a tough it's a tough situation to be in, you know, even though technically in her mind, she doesn't know. Her mind was literally wiped. But, you know, again, so the, 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 that's kind of the overview of the curse. And, you know, I think this is a very important aspect to the show. Um, you know, I think so far it's been mostly used to describe like uh, or not, 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 not describe, but like showcase and be the link between all the Zodiac members for like their internal darkness. You know, I think that was mentioned a number of times during the show um you know the one i'm thinking of right now is is saki you know how she was like oh no was it saki yeah yeah saki how she was like yeah they they well i mean she doesn't know their zodiac but like people like kyo and yuki have like a very a very deep darkness in them you know um and i think the curse is definitely the the source of that um you know and we, you know we'll we'll get into it a little bit um more with predictions but you know i think this whole curse thing um you know step is 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 only going to get more prevalent as the show goes on you know because so far it's been like relationships and stuff but i think i think toru you know because even at the end of this season um you know they were talking about how, like maybe maybe the curse is gonna be broken you know maybe we won't have to deal with this anymore you know toru main character this is an anime she could be the key it all kind of makes sense um but then we can move on to my other topic, which was the influence of Toru. Um, so I just have a bunch of examples for you that I want to discuss, um, you know, of just things that Toru has done, whether she's done them deliberately or not, because, you know, we know how kind of airheaded she can be. Um, but how she has made everyone's life around her 
uh, better and clearer. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so a bunch of examples. I mean, yeah, because like you have uh, one of the first ones, which is on the roof. Kyo tells Toru about his love for martial arts, you know, and I think that's one of the first, like, really sweet moments because up to that point, we just see Kyo is like, you know, he's like, he's the rowdy one, he's the aggressive one, you know, he doesn't really let anyone in. Um, and just Toru being how she is and innocent and actually caring, um, you know, lets him rant about something that he actually loves, you know, because up until that point, again, we've seen him just fight Yuki and just be. Um, you know, just kind of distant, you know, has that hard shell, you know, but this is really the first time that we see him excited and like passionate about something, you know, and that right there is just like, okay, we've, we've seen Toru now break through that shell and, um, you know, get, get Kyo thinking about some things. And then a little bit later on again with Kyo, but now also Yuki, they both go after Toru when she moves back with her grandfather. Um, you know, that just shows the effect that she's had on them where she left and they couldn't deal with that, you know, a little selfish, obviously, but I mean, in the end, I guess, I guess it was fine because they were right. You know, I mean, she wanted to go back with them anyway, but again, like them just random girl that they were able to, you know, take under their wing or not really their wing, but just like, you know, put their roof over her head for a little bit. And just in that very short amount of time, because I don't think it was very long. I think it was like weeks, maybe, like if that. And just the effect that she had on them, like the the joy that she brought to their their lives. Um, you know, they, they just couldn't stand it, you know, so they immediately used the note and found her and, you know, want, wanted to take her back. Um, again, it, it all worked out because she wanted to go there anyway. Um, and her, her, her extended family, I guess you'd call them terrible, terrible people. Awful. Her grandfather's great. Everyone else is awful. Um, then, uh, something else, um, Saki tells Yuki, Kyo, and Shigure that Toru will be alone on New Year's. Um, so that right there is kind of twofold where you see the effect that she's had on Saki and, you know, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later because we'll actually see her backstory and stuff, but for her to go out of her way to like find them and see that they're that Toro's not with them, which means that Toro must be alone, and to go to them and like you know like uh, like accept in their mind that they can't leave her alone, you know you know they can't make it so she's alone and like Mother's Day is a big thing because or not Mother's Day, um, New Year's is a big thing because this is the first New Year's that she will be without her mom. You know, and then they start thinking back to like all the moments of the past couple of days of her like discussing New Year's, and we realize that she really didn't want to be alone. Um, you know, and then it's the second fold of that, which is them being like, "Yup, <laughs> we're going back," <laughs> and now now Shigure has to go there all by himself. Um, you know, but again, for them to, I mean, they didn't really want to go anyway to the whole New Year's thing because they don't really, you know, that's that's, that's not really their jam. Um, you know, I think they've, they've skipped them in the past before anyway, but, um, I mean, even with that, like Tora was the one that convinced both of them to go, <laughs> you know? So even that, like she convinced them to go. And then she was also the reason why they didn't go. Um, 
And then we got Toru using the power of badminton to make Yuki feel better after Akito's surprise appearance at school. Um, I mean, again, right there, we know how Yuki feels around Akito. We know how literally traumatized he was because of, you know, because of Akito. And um, usually, I mean, we saw a couple other Zodiac members even pretty much say this where, you know, they were surprised seeing Yuki, you know, later in the day, how he doesn't look down. You know, he looks fine. looks like he always does. And so we know that, obviously, you know, in the past when Yuki and Akito have spoken, Yuki is probably out for like maybe days. You know, you, you, you know, his, his attitude is his emotions. You know, he's, he's probably just sulking and just like, you know, keeps to himself, probably, you know, stays in his room for a few days because of the effect that Akito has on him, you know, from basically bringing everything up and having this control over him. And, um, again, this literal like PTSD, um, and then for Toru to just hang out and try to plan something to take his mind off of it with friends. And then we see him like enjoying himself and laughing. And it's like, oh, wow, I'm surprised Yuki looks fine. So, I mean, again, that right there, Toru, just another example of Toru, not only bringing joy, but also easing everyone's minds around them, around her. Um, um, and then we got Toru seems to push Hatsuharu to go forward with bonding with Yuki. Um, yeah, I mean, we have a nice little moment there where we learn a little bit about Hatsuharu's relationship with Yuki, um, you know, because they're brothers and, you know, the whole Akito thing that complicates things. But it does seem like he wants to try. Yuki doesn't really. And which, which makes sense because, you know, Yuki... From his perspective, you know, Hatsuharu kind of abandoned him and wasn't really there for him when he needed him. Um, but through this, you know, kind of uh, backstory and, um, you know, again, of course, how how Toru is. You know, Toru is always very encouraging and, and wants everyone to be nice to each other and love each other. Um, you know, it, it, it does seem like that she kind of gives him the extra push to finally do that and, and make some stronger attempts at bonding with Yuki. Uh, we got something else, uh, with the help of Kyoko, Toru causes Arisa to leave the gang life. Um, this is great. This is, um, a, you know, we get the backstory, a couple different episodes, backstory with Arisa, something that in the moment didn't really know I needed, but I'm glad that this exists. Um, you know, cause didn't know that I needed to know more about Arisa, but I'm glad I do. And again, th this is a lot of the help is with Kyoko, but with Toru, not giving up on Arisa and not, you know, seeing her as some thug, like just seeing her as like a person, a, a potential friend, you know, I mean, even in the moment where they met up again, when, when Arisa was running away from uh, her group and she ran into Toru and like Toru dropped, um, like some groceries or whatever. And Toru immediately just grabbed her hand and ran and like brought her home. You know what I mean? Like, like there was no explanation either. There was no like, you know, cause before that Arisa was kind of, uh, kind of uh rude i guess to her and kyoko right um but she didn't care she was like i got you you know um and so even that little bit of like believing in her and like wanting to be friends no matter you know again like another character it's different but another character with a very hard shell um that toru just doesn't care you know toru can see through that instantly with anyone 
And then it eventually caused them to not only be best friends, but like have her leave that life, you know, have her uh, see how to help her father, you know, because again, before that father was like a nobody, like I don't even know how he got money. (laughs) I don't know how they afforded (laughs) to live in a house because it just seemed like he didn't do anything. He just stayed inside all day and um, like got drunk, basically. Um, but now after that, we, you know, we have some cute moments, um, you know, especially around New Year's, right? Where, uh, you know, we, we, we cut to Arisa's house and everything's nice and clean and tidy and dad is there looking joyful and, you know, he's trying to sneak drinks and Arisa's yelling at him that, you know, you're only allowed one and, you know, the dad's like, ah, oh, I think I, I must have lost count, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, and Arisa's like, yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> um, you know, but again, we, again, Toru was the main catalyst for the change in her life you know it, it, it was for the better it wasn't even she like she, it wasn't like she was meddling you know she was just she saw a potential friend you know and saw the 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 good in her um and then we got kisa who's another zodiac um she's being bullied and you know due to toru sharing her own bullying experience with her she started bonding you know, um, she actually started to bond with someone and, you know, at least be safe and, um, and then eventually actually start speaking because she was like mute for forever, you know, being, you know, because of the whole situation. So even something like that, again, Toru doesn't only stumble into things like this, you know, because a, a lot of it could just be her, her blissfulness, right? that kind of just rubs off on people but i think there's also times like this one where she legitimately shared a story like her own life and you know compared to kisa was like i know what you're going through i know it's hard i understand why you didn't tell your mom that's a tough thing to explain to someone else that's a tough thing to even say out loud you know um but it's okay like we're here for you you know people care about you um and i'll help you any way you need (laughs) Um, you know, and that, again, I was able to have Kisa bond with her and then eventually share her story, like share what happened and talk and, you know, be able to re-enter society, basically. And through that, you know, that kind of rubs off on Yuki in a similar way where he decides to also move on and he accepts to be the next class president. You know, again, another thing where think yuki really wanted to do it but i think there's other factors that caused like wanted to hold like held basically holding himself back um and through torah being so encouraging and you know giving these these words of wisdom (laughs) that you know she always attributes to her mom but you know i think her even like regurgitating them still still you know she still gives herself some credit um but just another example of her pushing people in a good way to to be their best selves um, you know, and then we get the other friend's backstory, Saki, who has powers, and she almost killed a kid when she was in school, and so that basically caused her to stay away from everyone, you know, not let anyone get close, um, because she doesn't want to drag them into her life and put them in potential danger, you know, obviously on the worst side, didn't, didn't, you know, doesn't want to kill them on accident because she can't control powers um but because of toru's 
in in Arisa's uh, personality, they just really want to be friends with Saki. Um, you know, they don't they don't care about that past stuff. You know, I mean, they didn't know about it for the longest time when they started getting closer to her, and we started to see some good things happen to Saki. But even when they found out, they didn't stop. You know, like Toru ran after her. You know, Arisa. Uh, you know, she ran after her and was like, "We don't care. Like as long as you're." trying to change and you know we see you as a good person like again it's just st standard stuff but it meant a lot to Saki because that was her like dark secret that she knew that if you know her she literally moved to the school because of that so she felt like if anyone knew that she had to move again because she wouldn't want to get close to anyone and then even if she did get close to people once they knew they wouldn't want to be close to her like, oh i don't you know she she's a witch <laughs> she is a demon <laughs> um you know what people like toru and and arisa didn't care and um you know this had the other effect of you know saki actually allowing people to to love her and be and be close to her because um, again up, up until that point she didn't even you know she wanted her family to move away from her you know she didn't even want her actual parents who great parents but she didn't even want them to be close, you know, because she didn't feel they could do anything to help her. Um, and the last thing I got is that Toru embraces Kyo's true form, um, which he didn't have to. You know, his 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 true form is uh, repulsive, both uh, visually um, doesn't smell great, I guess. Um, you know, and that, that, that was a whole episode, right? Where, you know, the true form, you know, he, he's embarrassed, but he's not only, he's not embarrassed, he's like ashamed because of it. It's like his darkest secret. Um, and I think Toru was the last person that he wanted to see it because he felt like anyone would be repulsed by it and, and, and never want to see him again, never want to be close to him, not, you know, doesn't want to know him. Um, and, 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 you know, his relationship with Toru, he, he didn't want to ruin that. Um, you know, but even Toru, like I said, just how she is, you know, it's just her mindset to be nice to everyone and accept everyone for who they are. Like she, she embraced him, um, both literally and figuratively. And, you know, it like reminded him of his mom and, you know, again, it, accepting him for who he is, you know, not what he looks like or not because of some secrets that he wants to keep. Like it, it, it doesn't matter to her. You know, she knows who he is and that the quote unquote true form is not who he truly is you know but it took you know it took toru for him to realize that and actually move on from it um but yeah that's just um you know there's tons of other examples but that's <laughs> i feel like that's quite enough um of of just examples of the influence that toru has on literally everyone around her everyone around her is better off for knowing her um, you know it, i mean it works works both ways though you know i think toru is also a better person for knowing all of the somas as well um you know but just every single person she's able to relate to she's able to help break out of their shell she's able to you know have them get over their dark secrets um able to just bring overall joy to everyone's lives you know and sometimes um you know it can feel like her wanting her her her, her caring and her um her just like persistence um 
you know kind of be a little annoying and kind of you know be like i don't, I don't want to talk about it i don't want to do that it's, it's not you know i don't need your help you know that you know that kind of thing especially when it's regarding things that you're insecure about but i think once it actually happens you know all of these characters they they appreciate her for pushing them into doing something that's out of their comfort zone but it's something that they have to do and toro was the one that realized that and was able to make them realize it as well um, but then finally we can get into some season two predictions um let's see so i got a few here um Let's run through them. I got that. I feel like Akito might become more aggressive due to seeing how well Toru meshes with everyone. So what I mean by that is that as of right now, from what we've seen anyway, we've seen, you know, Akito confront Toru, right? And we've seen the aftermath. We've seen that she feels like Toru is inconsequential, right? She's nobody. She called her ugly. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she's basically not worried about Toru at all, meddling into anything. She's like, who cares? It, she's she again inconsequential to whatever Akito, you know, her her methodology or whatever doesn't matter. But I feel like Toru, we, we just had a whole segment about the influence of Toru. I feel like everything Toru has done and just what Toru is going to continue to do because that's who Toru is. I feel like at some point, Akito is going to get involved because she is not going to like what Toru is doing. Because, I mean, again, we go back to the other other segment where we talked about the curse Akito did not like that Hattori was in a relationship with Kana. You know, so it's like, you can look at that multiple ways. You can look at that like, oh, again, like, Toru wasn't in a relationship with anyone. Like, they are kind of, you know, the show is kind of setting up. Maybe she gets in a relationship with, I mean, honestly, it could be Yuki. Um, could be Kyo. You know, it, it. we're not, again, I'm not quite sure if they're going to set up some sort of romantic stuff between Toru and any of these characters. Again, most likely either Kyo or, or um, uh, Yuki. Um, you know, it could just be like a platonic love or like friend love, you know, that kind of thing. Again, I don't, I don't have a prediction about that. I don't, I don't know if that's the route that they want to take. Um, but like, again, it, it's not even that. It's just like Toru being a an outsider getting so close to the family and they're not only so close but like changing the way they think about certain things you know for the better but better for them doesn't necessarily mean better for akito you know so i think that at some point akito is you know someone is gonna act out in a way that akito does not like and it was due to toru you know, again, I imagine it's probably going to be one of the closer ones, like Kyo or Yuki. I mean, Kyo to me probably won't have too much of an effect on Akito because Kyo isn't part of the, like, main Zodiac family or whatever. Um, you know, because, what, there's only, like, 12 of those, I guess. Um, right, because there's 12 months, duh. Um, 
but i mean like i could definitely see it being yuki you know shigure i don't i don't think so because of how close he is consistently to you to not to yuki to, to akito i don't feel like he'll do anything like that but i don't know i feel like yuki is a prime candidate for something like that or even toru standing up to akito herself you know in like whatever situation that might be due to um you know that could also happen um let's see i think it's possible we'll see other true forms um i just i just don't know if the whole true form thing works like does only kyo have a true form or does everyone or does you know maybe everyone that's outside of the main 12 zodiac have like a true form because they hold some sort of beef or resentment you know whether it's um you know conscious or not or not not conscious but you know whether it's intentional or not maybe they all have a true form you know toro can help out with her or, or you know maybe that was purely a kyo thing but um i think it'd be interesting and i think it could make sense for us to see other people with true forms and us kind of you know work through that um then i also had a question um are all the members of the zodiac alive right now and the only reason i asked that is because like i was thinking maybe we could see another um you know another moment of the curse where someone gets rejected you know someone isn't alive someone get rebirthed i guess um i don't know i don't know and there's also other people outside of that again like the main zodiac um but yeah i think all of that was kind of to say like to kind of be the bridge to i guess the, the the root of the prediction which is i think we could see another moment of the curse happen in real time um Again, if everyone's alive, then the whole birth thing won't come into play. Maybe some sort of romantic, you know, romantic stuff, something like that, where we see the curse in action, um, you know, for season two, because we've talked about it a bunch in season one, but we haven't actually seen it happen. Like there hasn't been an instance in which the curse is in its full effect, um, you know, so possible. Um, and then I kind of already mentioned it, but I think it's possible Yuki may stand up to Akito this season. Um, you know, part of me feels like that might be like a final season moment, but I think him even doing that could set off a lot of stuff with the family and, you know, more of like the mysteries and the, you know, the whole thing with Akito, um, you know, so I think we could see that this season, uh, but we'll see, we'll see, you know, we, we, we know after everything in the first season, um, you know, what Toru has been doing with, with Yuki and, you know, making him more confident and, um, you know so um but yeah that's, that's pretty much everything i have for predictions and that is also everything i have for this episode um really enjoyed fruits basket season one thought it was incredible um it's a show that i think a lot of people have talked about have rated super highly and i've always like seen stuff of and been like is this show really good is this actually a good show or is it just like you know is this maybe just nostalgia because there was again a previous anime from you know like 05 or 06 or something like that um, but no, the show is really good. Like, really, really good. Um, so, very excited to see season two. Um, but yeah, please let me know what you thought of season one. Any of your predictions, maybe? Maybe if you got some of your own. Um, and yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> um, please, like I said, go to the Tiger T YouTube channel or other podcast services for more episodes. Again, there's Tiger T Twitter and my own Twitter can interact and um you know that's another place you can throw out some recommendations um 
let's see whatever else uh we got another podcast untitled and unfocused do a podcast with my friend ray um not a not, not a consistent upload schedule but episodes are a lot of fun so please go check that out um and uh yeah that's pretty much it until next time please watch season two of fruits basket because you know i will be doing that as well and also let me know of any other recommendations any other anime or cartoons or movies anything like that you want uh, me to watch and discuss on here <laughs>